0: Welcome back to the greatest podcast on planet earth, the social introvert podcast. I'm your host, the social introvert, AKA Marcel Gill, AKA Blackonomy. You can find me on Instagram and Clubhouse by that name, Blackonomy, B-L-A-Q-O-N-O-M-Y. That is my name on Clubhouse and Instagram. So, this is Season 2. If y'all remember, last week I finished off Season 1 with my ninth episode titled Before Life and the Afterlife. I broke down a few concepts that I theorize about. Um, I mean, it's always fun to think about where we came from or where we're going. Um, nobody truly knows, but it's a good thing to think that we do or at least try to think (laughs) about it in the first place without it being a generalized heaven or hell type thing. But anyway, I just want to say I appreciate you guys for tuning in for my first nine episodes. I decided last year at the end of December to start a podcast and I went through with it and I've received overwhelming support. I had far more listeners than I thought I would. I don't know if I want to say that was because I didn't believe in myself or whether or not I just had no clue. Um, So I'm going to probably lean to that. I didn't know who would be tuning into the podcast. I didn't know how much support I would receive, but I definitely can say that I received much more than what I thought. And to that, I am grateful. So for the first season opener of uh, Social Introvert Podcast. We're going to talk about becoming a god and becoming a goddess. So for those of you all who know what a god or a goddess is, um, they're mostly associated with religious constructs. Um, and by religious, I mean, you know, that require faith or have deities in them, such as the Abrahamic faiths like Christianity, Judaism. Islam, you have Hinduism, Zoroastrian, um, even the Greek pantheons. Um, these type of religions um, all have gods or deities in them, and um, some of them have goddesses in them. Um, for those that don't know, a goddess is simply a feminine or a female god, and most gods are, you know, associated with just being a man. Um, we did have gods that were females in ancient Africa and ancient Egypt, but that's besides the point. The point is I'm talking tonight about becoming a God or a goddess, right? So, um, what do I mean by God or goddess? Um, cause the word is a Germanic word and it's a fairly new word compared to, um, I guess the idea of what a God actually is, um. There was a point in time where people didn't believe in gods like they do today um, simply because they believed they were them and they created them. I'm one of those people who believe that I am a god, or I am source, or I am infinite, or I am the universe, and I'll explain a little bit tonight here on this podcast. So, when I think of you. I mean, Y-O-U, that means your own universe. I went a little into that in the last podcast, but I'm going to go a little bit more in depth tonight. So when you look at the universe, I, oh, by the way, I do meditate before I do these. So, um, some ideas have been downloaded right before I started this. So when I look at, um, us being gods and goddesses and that, that simply means to be able to, um, I'll just say influence, uh, reality. Right, so let's think about this. Cuz I'm about to prove to every single one of y'all listening to this podcast that y'all are also gods and goddesses too. How powerful. That's up for you to decide, right? It's your own universe. It's you. YOU. That's the big clue. Keep that in mind. So, when we look at you, um let's say the brain, right? Let's take the brain for example. Let's start there. Most people like to talk about how limitless the brain is and you know how, how powerful the brain is and it's our greatest tool and asset. And, I, and I've said that on a several occasions too. But over these past few days, I, I've kind of shifted away from that and here's why. The brain is yet another box to put yourself into, right? Um, the brain is a play-by-play commentary right? Through your five senses, which would be, you know, sight, smell, sight, smell, taste, hearing, and feel, right? I think I said that right. Eyes, <laughs> sight, smell, taste, touch, and hearing. Okay, feel, touch, same thing. Um, it's a play-by-play commentary, and then you have a decision to make. So let's shift the brain around and make it the universe, right? And most in most theologies and most religions, um, there's a god that created the universe, right? Um, regardless of what religion you go to, there's always an ultimate supreme being or deity that created the entire universe. So let's look at our brain, right? Because you can really only experience the universe anyway if your brain works right? So let's look at it like that. So for us, you, your own universe, the God of your own universe, or God, period, um, your brain is the universe. And then what happens is the soul, the spirit, the thing that powers everything inside of your body, right? Because it's not just blood. It's not your brain, right? So that divine spark that a lot of us think we have Um, the divine spark or you know god in us or universe in us whatever you get to dictate what happens based off of what the universe tells you right and as i said in a few episodes prior everybody's universe is different everybody's reality is different right we can look at the same thing me and you and somebody else and we can all get three different answers Right? So, again, when you look at your brain, look at your brain as the universe. And then you being the overwhelming supreme deity of that universe. With everything that your brain tells you, with everything that your universal brain tells you, you dictate what happens with that information. If something in your universe is telling you If something in you, I'm going to start saying you. And every time I say you, please remember that I mean your own universe. When things happen inside of you, you have the option to respond. Which by default makes you a god. You being able to respond to any and everything that happens inside of you has granted you the ability to call yourself a God. Now, what does that mean? If you're sick, right, and you believe that you have this divine spark, and I have to say a side note, most of these belief systems where people believe that they have God inside of them, they believe that this God is all-knowing and all-powerful and can do anything and everything, correct? Um, So, if this divine spark is living inside of you and is the only reason why you are able to even respond to the things that go on inside of you, your own universe, right? Without this divine spark, you cannot dictate or respond to anything inside your own universe. Does that not by default make you God? Does that not by default make you God manifested as you? the individual you know y'all can y'all can debate that if you want to but at the end of the day in my school of thought um, there is no one above me reason being because I am the universe or that infinite space manifested in this personal human vessel so I don't have a deity to pray to I don't have a god to pray to there there actually is no need to pray to a God or a deity in my school of thought. Now, if you feel like you need to and you get answers, that's that's cool. Like, I respect that. But for me, I I am the source that I'm trying to connect to. I am the God that I'm trying to reach. I am that source that that I want to connect with. Right. There's a reason why in ancient times they say to know thyself Is for you to know all things or to know the gods in some translations. So in your universe, back to what I was trying to say, in your universe, if you are sick, you can change the outcome of that sickness. You can completely remove that sickness, whether it be through you going to a doctor, you taking herbs, you seeing a holistic doctor, you simply commanding yourselves to change by you meditating, by you eating something different. By you exercising, you have several options to change that disease that has come into your universe. Right now, chances are, if you pray to something or petition to something, you may not get immediate results. But if you realize the power that you have and you speak directly to it and you believe it too, because you also have to remember belief is a powerful indicator. Right? Belief is a powerful indicator to show just how much power you have. To show how strong you are. To really test what you believe. Belief is a powerful indicator to test what you believe. Belief is a powerful indicator to test what you believe. Right? And, and that also comes with consequences because when you test your belief system right and you don't 100% believe and you don't get results that becomes an issue right it happens all the time in religion people pray and they don't get responses and they stay sick or somebody prays for somebody and they they don't they don't live through you know the issue that they were praying for. And then it, you know, it kind of jaggles it, I said jaggles, <laughs> kind of juggles their, you know, their belief system. It makes them second guess it because something didn't work correctly. And that's, that comes from a place of belief too. When you're a God, you know things. And when you know things, you can act accordingly, right? There is no belief required if you know something. Right. Instead of having faith, you now have confidence. It's just a matter of unlocking that substance that creates that instant manifestation every time. Right. So if you know there's a certain mantra or a mantra that you can say to heal your body instantly. Right. If you know it, you'll do it every time and you'll see instant results every single time. But if you're praying or petitioning to something and you're asking, you you leave an uh, open door to that illness either staying, that illness staying longer than it needs to, um, it getting worse, it lessening and then coming back, or you can cut it off and banish it immediately. And then you're instantly healed. That's what we're trying to get to. But when you're when you're in a belief system that requires you to ask for something, right, or you have to go to like I, I won't even want to say in these religions call them like the middleman, but instead of going inside yourself to get these answers to pull the things out that you don't want, you go to something else outside of yourself. All I'm trying to get you to understand is that if you do believe that you have a divine spark, not all Christians, not all Muslims, not all Hindus believe that they have a divine spark or a God inside of them. Some believe that it's, you know, up in the sky somewhere or that it's everywhere, but it's not really us. It's not really God inside of us. If you're of the school of thought and you believe that God lives inside of you, right? And you believe that he's always lived inside of you, especially from birth. I would challenge you to think that If this God powers your entire being, that would make you God. Anytime we get answers when we meditate or pray, they do not come from outside of you. And you, again, meaning your own universe. These answers come from inside your head. These answers, most of the time, are not audible. Most of the time, they're thoughts that come through, and it's like, oh, I know I need to do that now. I should have done that a long time ago. Most of these answers that we get, we hear inside of our heads. They're inaudible, but we hear them. Well, I won't even say they're inaudible. When we receive these messages, we understand them and we don't know how, right? Like if I tell you to say fire truck in your head without saying it with your mouth, you understand it, right? So therefore, the thought comes across your head. If I tell you to ask you what an ice cream truck sounds like, you can't hear an ice cream truck because you're not near one, but you understand it and you're able to translate that to your brain. Now your brain does what? It plays that inaudible ice cream truck sound in your head. How is that? What is that? What, What allows us to do that? And again, if you're from the school of thought where you think that a God is the power, the battery to your human vessel, then that by default makes you God. Because without it, you do not exist. But that's if you subscribe to the the religious school of thought. If you subscribe to my school of thought, you know you were God a long time ago. um, And you were a star in the sky. You came here, you're a star seed. right? And and to be honest, this stuff is backed by evidence too. Uh, Most of our bodies are made out of stardust. I explained that too, I believe, on the last podcast episode, talking about the heavy elements like carbon and nitrin, nitrogen and oxygen. Um, our bodies are literally made up of the same elements of the stars and the cosmos. Um, but again, if you're from my school of thought, you know that you are the source that we're trying to connect to, which is why I think a lot of people who are in this school of thought um, they they don't really care for material things cuz it's almost like a me it's almost like you could obtain it if you really want to but also it's it's a little um I don't want to say it's intimidating but sometimes you second guess yourself because of the indoctrination that you went through um as a child growing up or, or just under, or trying to fully understand how it is that you connect directly to source, or how you are that source. So it kind of limits you in a way um, until you get full mastery of yourself. And um, I think that we can always get close to mastery of self. I don't know if you can ever 100% totally gain mastery of yourself, because if you can, then I would see a lot more people teleporting, levitating, flying. And I tell everybody in my clubhouse group, I want to be so in tune with myself that I can grow a plant out of water, right? Like I can go to a lake somewhere um, and and manifest a plant straight out of the water, like in front of people, not to, not to show off, not to have an ego boost, but to just to be able to manifest things, Right that bring joy and happiness to people. All right, if I if I see a homeless man on the street, I can manifest, right, like a, a healthy meal for him out of thin air. Like, to me, that's 100% self-mastery. Some others would say, you know, when you lose desire and, you know, ego death and all that other stuff. And that's cool too. But to me, being able to manifest things instantly would be... The definition of true self-mastery, 100%. So um, again, I just want to challenge you all um, to embrace this divinity that you have. You you have power, you have magic. There are some of us who consult with the ancestors, oracles, ifas, orishas, um, different deities, um, do spells, oils, wicca, um There's a whole lot of us out here who commune with, you know, different energies and whatnot. And even then, I think to, to connect with certain deities or certain energies or certain ancestors or certain, you know, different spiritual systems, I feel like that kind of puts you, again, back into another box, right? So when I meditate, I think every God, every energy, every spirit, every angel, um, ancestor who is here to, to benefit me, right? So, and why do I do that? I, I heard a, a guy on Clubhouse the other day tell me that that can be a little dangerous, open yourself up to energies, but I had to explain to him that when you're backed by the source that created all the things, uh, that I mentioned, when, you're con- when you are the source that created everything, right? You, you have power over all of those things, right? And, it, and it's not even a thing of authority. It's just that being that you are the original, right? Everything that comes after you had to have came from your thoughts, your ideas, your philosophies. Right So if you're the source and everything comes after you, by connecting to the source, you are automatically connected to every ancestor, every energy source, every God, every deity, every spirit, every angel, you are connected to all of those. So if I can go ask Lord Shiva to help me in a time of need, right and he help I, I can get help from him or her. I can ask Jesus for help. I can ask Raphael, St. John, right? Ogun, the ancestors, Papa Legba. I can ask these people. I can ask um, a prophet, for example, Prophet Elijah, right? I can ask Enoch for help. To, To keep it hot, I can ask Lucifer for help. Lucifer only means light bearer for those of y'all who just got scared. Lucifer just means light bearer and light bringers. And most of us in the spiritual community are light bearers and light bringers. Would I use the title? I would personally use the title Lucifer only because I know what it actually means. Right? But for the sake of people out there who don't know what it means, I wouldn't use the term Lucifer loosely because people think, you know, you're the devil and you're demonic. But again... Becoming a god or a goddess means, you know, mastering yourself, which includes both sides. There, there is a dark side and a light side to everybody. When both of those sides are in balance, right, that, that that is a part of self-mastery, being balanced. Right, for the man, he has to master both feminine energy and masculine energy. For the female, she has to master both masculine energy and the feminine energy. Right. This is this is how you master. You master both sides. You master the technicals and you master the fundamentals. Right. That way you can maximally impact people, influence people, make change, like not just be a master manifester in one area of life. Right. You don't want to just be a master of a master manifester in finances, but not in health. Or a master manifester of your emotions, but not your mental. A master manifester of healing, but not your physical fitness. Right? Mastery comes when you're able to be good on every single side. Right? So mastering all those things, like there's a lot of mastery that takes place in becoming a god. Right, there's a lot of mastery that takes place in mastering yourself. Like mastering yourself is the ultimate goal, but there are several areas of the human experience that you have to master, right? That all equal up to communitively as mastery of self. Right? Mastery of one area is just a part of the puzzle. Right? If you if you want to. If you, have, if you have the stronger belief for it, you should be able to master self-mastery through manifestation. So again, I, I would still call myself a god. Um, simply, I, I don't even like saying god, but source. I would call myself the universe because I have the ability to dictate what goes on in my universe. Now... When I'm talking about this stuff as well, um, there are different tiers of gods, right? Um, I would call myself a god, but would I say I'm like the ultimate supreme one? I could say that. Why? Because I don't subscribe to the all-knowing, all-powerful one god and then little gods beneath it. It's just that there's knowledge that I haven't experienced, I guess you could say. There's knowledge that I haven't reached yet, um, but it doesn't know that I can't reach it, right? I can, I've can. i gotten several downloads in meditation about things that I need to know about. I don't need to know everything in order to be considered a God, right? Um, I don't need to be, I don't need to have an answer to everything in order to be considered a God, Being that I believe I am the source and I am connected directly to the source while being the source, (laughs) um, there are certain things that I don't think that you need to know. Right? Whatever you need to know is what you want to know. I guess that's the best way to put it. The only things you need to know is what you want to know. And you'll do whatever it takes to get that information. So when it comes to manifesting, there are ways to manifest things through energy and thought alone. I I, I honestly believe we can do that for anything. We can manifest anything through energy and thought alone. Right. But we've been put in these boxes and these paradoxes and paradigms to where we're taught that we're taught that we have limits. We're taught that... um, certain things are impossible right a lot of things were considered impossible until we as a community did them we as a human collective did them everything that you see today is a manifestation of someone's thoughts or something's thought everything that you experience is a manifestation of someone else's thought These cars, these buildings, these houses, these games, these TVs, antennas, these satellites are a manifestation of someone's thoughts. Everybody is a god, whether they want to believe it or not. Everybody has a universe, which is their brain, and they dictate what happens in that universe. Somebody can tell you to do something, and you have the option to choose whether or not to do it. Somebody does something to you, you have the option to choose how you respond to it. You really have power. You are not powerless. (laughs) There is no demon or devil making you do bad things or a good-spirited angel or God making you do good things. You have every choice available to you when something happens. You have every option available to you when something happens to you. When you have a big decision to make, you have to make the decision. If you you want to go back and say that a deity did something for you, right? And somebody was recording everything that you did. Would they see that deity there or would they see you there? Would they see the deity beside you? If they had all of they if they had the most advanced spiritual camera in the world and they went all the way back to when you was born and recorded everything you've done, would you see a deity, an angel, a spirit or an ancestor there beside you or would they see you? Now some of you would say you would see God, you would see ancestors, you would see spirits and all this other stuff. But if they really went back all the way to the beginning and recorded everything, and everybody watched this, do you think that they would see these ancestors, spirits, energies, or God, or Allah, or whoever, or would they see you? Getting up every day, working, working out, eating healthy, paying bills on time, buying properties, buying cars, buying clothes, taking care of your kids and family, showing love, doing good deeds, Would they see you, or would they see everything else? In my personal opinion, they would see you. But, if you subscribe to the ideology that you are connected to the source, that you are a divine spark, they would see you. Period. By default. They might see a little glow inside of your stomach, But again, if you believe that you are the divine spark inside of you, if you believe God lives inside of you, that still means that that is you. If you believe that's you, then that means that you are a god or a goddess. You have to remember and understand the power that you have. You can activate your own powers. Everybody talks, there are chakras, you got energy centers, you got portals on your body. All of these different things, you have powers, you have an aura, you have an energy around your body, you have frequencies that you give off, you can go into a room, you can feel things, there are some people that are clairvoyant, Uh, there are people who are remote viewers, there are people who are psychics, there are people who can talk to ancestors, there are people who can do spells. Imagine if you mastered all those things. Even if you didn't even master them, imagine if you just knew about all of those things and can do some of them, not all of them. Just imagine how much more your life would improve. Just imagine how much more your life experience would increase. Imagine the connections you would have. Imagine the people that you would come across who can help you hone in on those crafts. You have far more power than you've been taught to believe. Nobody can teach you the power that you have. You have to embrace that power. And then those people will come to you and assist you. Those energies will come and assist you. Those people, those spirits, those ancestors, the connection, the the connected source, the universe, the angels, whoever will come and assist you when you realize that you have power. When you realize that you are limitless. A lot of us talk about the brain and how powerful the brain is. Go beyond the brain. Go beyond the brain. The source is not brain. God is not brain. Energy, spirit is not brain. That's flesh. That's human. You can squeeze a brain and it's over with. Go beyond the brain. Go beyond these thoughts that we have. Right? Go beyond our perception. Go beyond our reality. There's a limitless source. That you came from. That you are. That can do things your human brain can't comprehend. I'm going to end on that. I want y'all to be more powerful than y'all are right now. I'm just simply here to empower you. I'm here to flush out the old thoughts and bring in some new thoughts. I'm an energy manifester. I'm infinite energy manifested in this body, right? Trying to figure out how to escape this body at will, right? And I don't mean like dying, you know, and go away. I mean, like literally become more spirit than human. Right, because we, we are, if, if you subscribe to that school of thought that you are a spirit living a human experience, then you know what I mean. If I had the option to be, if, if spirit and human have to coexist on this plane in order for me to work, I want to be 99.99% spirit and 0.01% human. So So I can show and prove just how limitless we are and then unlock that in other people. It's not even a point of proving it, really. It's more just to unlock everybody else, right? Do you need a car if you can teleport? <laughs> no, or fly? No. Do you, do, you, do you really need currency or money if you can build your own house, right? If you can, if you can build your own cars. If you flying and teleporting, do you even need a car <laughs> or a house? right? If you're invincible, right? Do you really need protection? No, you could sleep out in nature anywhere you want to, right? You could sleep under the water. <laughs> no, nah, but for real guys, like I really want to be as much spiritual as possible. Um, and, and there's a, a lot of unanswered questions when it comes to spirituality. So that's one of the reasons why I love to dive in. Um, also on my astrology chart, um, focus is in my mid haven, which is my 10th house. So, um, my purpose is to be a healer and to empower people. Um, and uh, based off of my chart, I'm also you know a musician too. I mean, I've, I've known I was a musician for a long time, but people who typically have focus in its 10th house or mid haven are people who are empowerment, people who are healers, doctors creative arts, musicians, actors, poetry, singing, and they use these abilities to heal people. And this is generally um, where we will find our career and our success. Um, The 10th house represents like your career, social status, you know, things of that nature for life. And um, it's funny because I'm literally doing what I'm supposed to be doing, um, which is empowering people, helping people, healing people, and changing lives. So I'm going to end on that note. I want you all to stay powerful. I want you to all unlock your own powers. Please don't think about this from a superpower standpoint, like cartoons and stuff like that, because they got those ideas from somewhere. There are people out here that are able to manipulate fire, water, um, sound, energy. And it's genuine. (laughs) Like, there's no doubt about it. it. It doesn't get as much i guess mainstream media attention as possible and you can only guess why right um because everything else is meant to limit you you're limitless you're unstoppable and um you can become that if you believe you can so um this is the first episode of my podcast tonight I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Uh, If you want to buy one of my books, it's called Get Rid of Yourself. I'm going to have to do a breakdown of my book, to be honest with y'all, because the thoughts that I have now versus when I first wrote that book, crazy different. But um, you can find me on Instagram at Blackonomy, B-L-A-Q-O-N-O-M-Y. I have my link tree up there with links to my book, my podcast, my music, And my online course called Unlocking Your Core 4. And that is about your spiritual essence, your mental stability, your emotional well-being, and your physical fitness. All of my products are centered around empowering us, making us better, and growing as a community. Right? Embracing our godhood and changing the world. So this is a little taste of what y'all are going to get for season two. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Make sure you tag a friend. DM me. Let me know what you thought about the podcast. Let me know if you feel empowered. And as always, stay learning.